Welcome to the Truth Hurts Program. I'm Steve Z. Let's get right to it. The United Teachers Project asked many teachers what inspired them to become a teacher. Here's just one of the answers to our question. You know, man, when I was a little girl, all I wanted to do was be a teacher, you heard? My mama washed the clothes down at this motel, and she was dog-ass tired every day when she came home. And I saw them teaching in the class, and I noticed they wasn't doing much, and they were still getting a paycheck. One of them even had a nice car. One day, I asked my teacher if she made good money being a teacher, and she said she made enough money but could still get on food stamps and some of the other government benefits because she had a summer off, and she was home at three every day, and two weeks off at Kremlin, and two at Easter. That sounds good to me. So I got my UNCF college fund to donate me my college tuition. I went to college and got this here degree in English and Language Arts. Things going all right till that COVID hit, and then they be done closed down the school. And I thought, oh, Lord, I'm going to be out of a job. I'm going to have to go get a real job. But guess what? The teacher union say we can still get our paycheck and we don't even have to go to the school no more. So now I was getting paid to stay home by my mama house and teach the churn over the Internet on a pew. Now, they say we're going to have to go back and teach in the school again, in that building. But the union say no. That's because they say school ain't safe no more. And I agree. We sure have to go back. But the union say they're going to keep on paying us so we in a union. And that's why as a teacher this day. Do more. Become a teacher. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Truth Hurts program on my last leg of the trip home. With about 45 minutes left to go and a little editing, should be able to squeeze in one more program today before we get back to Studio 63 and restart the program properly from a studio setting tomorrow. As I said, it is Tuesday. It is April the 6th, 2021. And I'm your host, Steve Z, to this little excursion called the Truth Hurts Program. The border, the border, the frickin' southern border. Two Yemen nationalists, people from the country of Yemen, on the FBI's terrorism watch list were apprehended crossing what the southern border if you guessed southern border give yourself a high five yes the southern border which is not a crisis according to the gropey joe biden administration the southern border which is secure according to the gropey joe biden administration they found two terrorist watch list terrorists from yemen that's only the two that they caught how many got through that did not get caught? Two more? 20 more? 200 more? 2,000 more? Anyone's guess. And the United States Border Patrol, Customs and Border Protection, as well as ICE, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, have once again been told by the gropey Joe Biden administration, sorry, no reporters may ride along with you agents. You're saying too much. You're giving away too much truth and truth hurts the biden administration so they've cut off all of the press once again they've cut off ride-alongs and now you must go through the gropey joe biden administration if you wish to have anything reported to you reporters must go through the biden administration not through the official government channels that every other administration in the history of our nation have had to go through no siree the gag order is in, 
the transparency is no more. Speaking of no more transparency, did you hear what DHS Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas had to say? He is now saying, unofficially but sort of hinting at, the fact that he is going to authorize the United States Border Patrol to continue construction in areas of the magic border wall. That magic border wall that was so evil that they had to stop the construction of that border wall under the Trump administration. You might recall, walls are evil. Every Democrat on Capitol Hill, every Democrat mayor, every Democrat governor decried border walls as being inhumane and unfair. But guess what? They have an excuse, they have a reason, they have a justification. The Biden administration, through Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas, said they're simply going to try to plug some holes in the already existing border wall facilities. Well, that's a fancy way of saying, hey, the walls really did work. Holy crap, Donald Trump was correct. We better get on this because this crisis that's not a crisis is really a crisis. Holy crap. They're going to start the wall. But now, because it's under Biden's administration, they're going to have to make excuses and reasons and justifications to say, but this is different. This is, this is repairing sections of wall that were already in place before Donald Trump. Listen, that's like saying you're going to repair the fence that's broken over here by building more fence over there. They have to admit the policies of Donald Trump made our border with Mexico much, much, much more secure. And that by tearing down those border securities, by ceasing construction of those walls, by rolling out the gropey Joe Biden camel toe Harris welcome mat, immigration is at a crisis level. Immigration is out of control in our nation. How do you justify locking down your own citizens but allowing illegal invaders to cross without, without any punishment, with impunity, with complete and utter lack of concern, with terrorists crossing, with people on the terror watch list crossing. How do you get away with that? Well, you have a willing media to just simply not report on what is reality. The reality that Donald Trump's programs, processes, plans, and procedures did prevent illegal immigration. And that rolling out the welcome mat and saying, come on in to these illegal immigrants, these invaders at our southern border, it's perfectly fine. You explain to me how a 350-pound, very obese, overweight woman who claims she's walking here from Guatemala in a brand new pair of jeans with a brand new pair of shoes and a Biden t-shirt with a brand new cell phone with service happened to cross the U.S.-Mexico border into the United States. You know her fat ass didn't walk 2,000 miles. No way. And if it took months and months for these poor immigrants to make the long, treacherous, dangerous journey, and it's so dangerous with all of these cartels robbing and raping people. 
How does she manage to come across with a cell phone, with working service? How did she pay her monthly bill on the two to three month trek? Did she have a visa, a MasterCard, Discover, American Express? Come on, you man. I mean, let's be realistic. These people that are coming across are very well dressed. They're not malnourished. They're not sickly. They're not the victims that the media would have you believe they are. These people are coming by invitation and they're being bussed to a certain point and they're eating along the way and they're staying in hotels along the way. And then when they get close enough, they have these paid border mules take them to just the right spot on the border and show them where to cross the Rio Grande. They show them how to cross and where to go. And they tell them to get on a bus and go and look for the border patrol. So senior border patrol agent can take them into the, into the center of the country and place them in places where we need more Democrat votes so we can take over those Republican-led areas and we vote Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. And that's the payoff. That's the payoff for get you into the country. You must remember, you must vote a Democrat. And then when we have the Democrat in every state and every Congress and everything, then you're going to realize the land of milk and honey. Yes. Come on, people. Are you really that blind that you cannot see what is happening here? A planned, progressive, liberal invasion by illegal invading immigrants, illegal aliens. But Steve, those people are just trying to come here for a better life, to leave a land of oppression, to leave the bad economic situation and those terrible, terrible cartel run areas. Really? Are you that stupid? Are you that dense? The cartels are in Mexico. They're not in Honduras. They're not in Guatemala. They're not in Belize. They're not in Colombia. Well, maybe they're in Colombia. But for the most part, these people got an open invitation through some, quote, unofficial, unquote, channels within the United States government. If you round up a bunch of your friends and you take them across the border and you pay them, we're going to give them a better life. So you can charge them all of their life savings from their home countries, their property. They're not going to need it anymore. They're never going back. Need to round them all up and march them with their hands above their heads back across to Mexico and tell them, tough titty, you broke our most sacred law. You invaded our country just like an invading army. You may not have been armed with pistoles, but you were some armed with criminal records, armed with COVID-19, armed with tuberculosis, armed with polio, armed with other diseases, viruses, bacteria, armed with ignorance and inability to come here and contribute to the American society. And that, my friends, is a crime. It is illegal. That's why they call it illegal immigration. 
but the Democrats told us it's not illegal, it's only called undocumented immigration. Undocumented means we're not having our papers, but if we stay long enough and we bring our little children, our little bambinos, then we can get the papers, and they call those anchor babies. Those babies will be citizen. We can just say, no, 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 senor. This baby, this four-year-old was here for the last four years. She was born in back of a pickup truck in San Antonio. And so she is a citizen. We just didn't know how to make the papers correct. But she is a citizen because we're going to claim that she was born here. And you cannot prove otherwise. And therefore, that child is anchored in the United States. In Estados Unidos. That's it's the United States. And therefore, we are her parents, or puppy and her mommy. And we get to stay because the anchor will keep us here. And then we can suck off of your welfare, your food stamps, your week, and all of your other programs that the Democrat government has promised to us. All we have to do is vote in the next election to vote a Democrat. And that makes our payoff is good, yes? I would love to see how the inner workings of this process actually go. I would love to see how this all funnels back to Nancy Pelosi, Chuckle Schumer, Adam Schiff, AOC, Focahontas, and all the other Democrats. There might be some foundation like the folk, fake phony Clinton Foundation that's behind all of this so-called humanitarian migration. All those $30,000 payments to those mules. I wonder how much of a kickback gropey Joe Biden gets. Rumor has it he gets 10% off the top because he is the big guy. Just ask Hunter Biden if you can catch him between cocaine highs. Speaking of Hunter Biden, he has written a book. He has written a book in which he's still not denying that that laptop with all of that very damning information on it is his. It could be mine. It may not be mine. I might have dropped it off at a shop for repair. Then again, I might not. I was pretty high all the time. I was constantly high. And in addition to being high, I had my, my inkwell dipping tool in the inkwell of this hooker and that prostitute and this call girl and I was banging my dead brother's former wife and then I got a hooker pregnant but I'm going to tell you all about it in my new book because I need five million dollars and I think my daddy gropey Joe has finally cut me off he got what he wanted the presidency yes he gets to put his name on that big list he will forever be enshrined in the children's school books as one of the first 46 presidents of these United States of America. You understand? The goal was just to get there. Now that he's there, it won't be long before he has to leave for some medical crisis, as he said he would do in one of his interviews on the campaign trail. If things get too hot, too heated, I'll just... I'll just come up with some kind of sickness, illness, I'll just, I'll just resign, because that's, that's who I am. Remember that? I'll try and dig that up when we get back to Studio 63 and play that audio for you again. It was very telling of what Gropey Joe is actually intending to do. I don't think he ever intended to fulfill his first term in office, 
only to be labeled number 46. Poor bastard, can't remember where he is from day to day, how to tie his own shoes, how to even read from a teleprompter. But boy, he's got number 46 etched on the bottle now, so he can go down in history, and his family, his grandchildren, can say, My granddaddy was the President of the United States, and that means I will become successful business person in any venture forever because my granddaddy was president of the United States. Of course, poor Gropey Joe's son, Hunter, can't remember where he is from day to day, but it's not from Alzheimer's, it's not from dementia, it's from cocaine and other drugs that he's pumped into his system throughout his life. Addiction sucks, let's make no bones about it, but when you're that filthy rich, your parents, Gropey Joe Biden and the rest of the Biden clan, and mommy's a doctor? You can't get that boy some help? Maybe he doesn't want help. Maybe he's incapable of being helped. And you guys managed to hide him in the closet, sweep him under the rug, hide him in the basement long enough to get you to number 46, Joe. And now it doesn't matter. And I don't think he gives two rats asses about what you and Dr. Jill want. Because this tell-all book, I don't think it's going to tell all. It's going to tell some. But it's going to leave the readers still wondering why the media didn't report on these obvious things. Fox News, before they started turning into a liberal hellhole, they tried to report on Hunter Biden. They were shut down every step of the way. Public broadcasting, you know, NPR... They refused to talk about Hunter Biden and his laptop and all of those things, which are now proving to be true, as I predicted, because they didn't want it to be something that might shade the electoral process, the election. Now they have some answering to do. Oh, do they? That's right. They are a part of the left wing of this country, and the Biden administration is certainly not going to punish them for failure to do their job early on. Water under the bridge, forget about it. Joe Biden's the president now. Anything goes. We'll be right back. Introducing the 2021 Schluter Liberal battery-powered sports car for the flamboyant ultra-liberal who wants to go really fast. The Schluter Liberal is powered by four electric motors and 968 AA batteries that can propel this new car up to 160 miles per hour in only nine seconds. Do you need to travel far? The Schluter Liberal can travel up to 13 miles before needing new batteries, which can be purchased just about anywhere. For an additional $12,500, you can upgrade your Schluter Liberal to rechargeable batteries. You'll never have to drop off boxes of depleted batteries again at one of those pesky recycling centers. You'll never use fuel again. Simply recharge your Liberal at home. Shh, don't tell anyone that your home electrical service is still dependent on fossil fuel generating stations. That will be our little secret. Worried about safety? The Schluter Liberal is a two-seater that weighs in at 9,250 pounds. It comes with Kamala airbags, the kind you have to blow yourself, and self-groping seatbelts shaped like the president's own hands. 
And with starting prices at an impressive ultra-low $89,999, you can be the first person on your cul-de-sac to own a Schluter Liberal two-seat sports car. So order yours now. They're available only in California, while federal subsidies last. Plus federal tax, state tax, city tax, wealth tax, income tax, inheritance tax, estate tax, excise tax, capital gains tax, reparations fee, donation to Democrat National Committee, title, license, destination, entitlement, and fees. Some assembly required. Safety claims are totally false. Disposal of old batteries in landfills makes us cry. Hey George, it sure is nice to have the privilege of pulling this nice new travel trailer down the highway behind your brand new truck on our vacation. Yes, Charlene, it sure is nice. And towing the boat behind the travel trailer means we can also go fishing and water skiing or just cruise around on the lake when we get to the big lake campground. Oh, George, I can hardly wait. Yeah, me too, honey. We got the folks at the RV shop to make sure that all the brakes and lights work properly so this double tow is totally safe. Wow. Hey, did you see that? That was a little Hyundai pulling a Toyota, pulling a full-sized Ford van. The lights aren't working in the back. The words in tow written in masking tape on the rear window. Look, it's swaying from side to side. That sure looks dangerous, George. That is dangerous. Oh, look, there's another one. Wow, he almost hit us. Nissan pickup with two refrigerators in the back towing a Honda Accord, and that's towing a full-sized pickup truck with two motorcycles in the back. That cannot possibly be legal. I'm sure glad we're doing it safely, honey. Oh no, honey. It looks like we're being pulled over by the police. License, registration, and proof of insurance, please. Um, okay, officer. Why, why are you pulling me over? You're towing a boat behind a trailer behind your truck. And? And that's illegal. But officer, you had to go past those unsafe cars pulling cars pulling other cars back there in order to catch up to me and pull me over. Why's that? Well, <laughs> sir, it's like fishing. Fishing? Yeah, sometimes you cast your little line into the water and you catch a fish. And ten others just happen to swim by. Looks like you're the one that got caught. Well, officer, it looks like you're using a specific kind of bait. What do you mean? Well, you cast your line in front of my vehicle, but you're letting all of these other unsafe convoys simply pass by. Why's that? Well, to be honest, it's all about paperwork and revenue. What? Yep. I know for a fact that giving you, an obviously privileged white couple, a citation because you can afford a nice new truck and a camper and a boat, you're either going to pay the fine or at least you'll show up for court to argue. You're from out of state, so I'm sure you'll just pay the fine. Look, buddy, I get paid either way. So it's a race bait. Pulling over those dark-skinned Latinos means mountains of paperwork, calling in the Border Patrol and immigration, spending hours on the side of the road, and most of them don't even have a driver's license, much less insurance or any other safety requirements. That's too much work for me, and I know they won't pay the fine, and they sure as hell won't show up for court. So it's a waste of time and resources. But... No, no, no. We also have to impound those cars, tow them into town, pay storage, and they'll never come back to get them, so we get stuck with all those clunkers out on our storage lot. Get it? Well, that seems unfair to me. Listen, buddy, I don't make the rules. Think of it like this. With all those junkers heading south to Mexico, you won't have to worry about them being on the roads here in the States. Now be a good boy and take your ticket. Pay it, or I'll see you in court.
Hey there, Bob. How's all that white privilege treating you? Not so good, Mike. How's your white privilege treating you? Well, my white privilege allowed me to work ever since I was a young boy in high school. Start out baling hay for a local farmer, work down at the ag supply store. Finally, after finishing high school, I learned to trade a welding. I worked as a welder and a pipe fitter, and sometimes I was working 80 hours a week in the sun, in the rain, in the cold winters, busting my butt. I've worked offshore, onshore, I've worked on pipelines and big ships and bridges and tanks and everything. I've worked my butt off, man. I finally got up enough money to buy a new house and a decent pickup truck, and now my white privilege has gotten me laid off because some liberal puke decided my job is not essential. They canceled all the oil and gas jobs, the pipeline jobs, all the welding work on the wall to protect our southern border. Wow, Mike, that's too bad. Too bad you're a white fella like me. Otherwise, you could get in on all sorts of government programs and handouts and giveaways, you know, things that others get away with. Hey, by the way, how many kids do you have? I only have one. Too damn bad, Mike. You need to get your old lady to spit out a few more, like six or seven. The way it works in non-white privileged land is the more kids you have, the more government benefits you can take. More food stamp money, more COVID relief money, more WIC, more Social Security money, free and reduced housing grants, utility assistance, health care, and a whole lot more. Really? Yep, but you see, you're a hard-working, tax-paying white guy like me. So you just have to do what John Kerry said. Now that you got laid off in the oil field, you can just simply run out tomorrow and get a job building electrical charging stations or batteries for electric cars. Instantly. Like that. Automatically. You're going to magically have the skills and the knowledge to change careers automatically. Because the Democrats need skilled folks like you to implement their programs so that others on welfare can continue to stay home and not work. Gee, Bob, sounds like my white privilege is going to make me continue to work for those who refuse to. That's right. That's your white privilege hard at work. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Copyright 2021, the Truth Hurts program network. All rights reserved.